all. Um, welcome to our podcast. This is Palliative Care Week and we're focusing on how our patients, families and carers can live better when someone has been diagnosed with a life-limiting condition. So whilst this is actually why we are in job roles that we are, the purpose of this podcast discussion is to look at how we as staff who provide care to these individuals can look after our own physical, mental and emotional well-being. So my name is Linda Willis. I'm palliative care physiotherapist here within the community multidisciplinary specialist palliative care team. Always find it very difficult to get that out in one breath. Um, and it's fallen my lot today to glean all this useful, hopefully, information from my lovely colleagues that are with me. So I'm just going to get them to introduce themselves one by one. So we have... Hello, I'm Orla, the speech and language therapist in the palliative care team. Um, hi, I'm Maria Tynan. I'm the Macmillan dietitian in the in the team. Hi, I'm Diane Brownley. I'm the Macmillan specialist palliative care nurse in the team. And I'm Niall Gallagher. I'm social so worker. You're so soft there now. Hmm? How do you do soft? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Surely, but. So listen, just to be, I'd say, um, can I ask some of you what actually attracted you to work in palliative care? I suppose um, as one of the newer members of the team, I keep saying I'm new, even though I have been in and out of the team mm-hmm. since about 2020. Um, I'll maybe kick off. I suppose I came in to cover a maternity post. Yeah. And I had thought that was actually a lovely way to dip my toe into the world mm-hmm. of palliative mm-hmm. care because it's one of those worlds where it's either for you or it isn't. Yeah. When you mention that that's the team that you work in, people make that face. Yeah, you get the, the- and the sympathetic nod, don't you? yeah, are they are they are you crazy? Yes. Um, like, um, and and that's okay. You know, some days I think we are all a bit crazy, but um, it's 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 something that I re- just embraced. Um, and it's it's such a varied role. No day is the same. Mm. You go out with your own kind of objective for the visit to that patient for the day, and you come out and you have potentially done anything but achieve mm. that objective. But you might have made a difference in so many other ways. And that's something whenever I first came that I saw and I loved and I kind of just, I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine not doing it then. Yeah. Um, so when I went, went way back off from the maternity cover, then it came up and I hemmed and had, honestly, but mm-hmm. I just thought, you know what, no, this is mm-hmm. now. I knew it was for me then. Yeah. So it was a nice way sort of to dip mm-hmm. your toe in. Mm-hmm. I suppose the reason I said was the patience then. Um, the feeling that you got that we selfishly that yeah. feeling that you got that yeah. we glow and if you yeah. did something that helped mm-hmm. and then also the team as well and um, mm-hmm. the supportive environment that has been created here over mm-hmm. the years mm-hmm. um, the experience that's within the team and mm-hmm. um, that helps me as somebody relatively new into the world of palliative mm-hmm. care um, yeah just I can't imagine being part of a different team now. Yeah, well, we're glad to say it. And now that's a wee bit sort of like your experience. You sort of dipped your toe in a wee bit too, that, didn't That's you? right, that's right, Linda. Uh, I suppose my background has mainly been hospital social work. Um, the opportunity to come up to work in palliative care within the hospital, um, there wasn't a big um, demand to do it. So I, I stepped forward and I'm glad I did. Um, I suppose what I find with palliative care is, as a social worker, it, it is very aligned with, with social work values. I mean, the palliative care approach is, is a very holistic approach, mm-hmm. um, you know, working with other teams um, to, towards the same goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I also find that the opportunity in palliative care, you can be very creative and therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, not, it's not sort of procedure-led. Yeah. Um, it also gives me the chance to inform others about 
the public care approach, you know, for um, sort of, yeah, sort of have, education. Yes, type, uh, have yeah. other teams, you know, and yeah. sort of demystify what palliative care is to people. You know, when you realize it's, it's about living your life as well mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as possible, then I think mm-hmm. that, that really helps you as And I knew actually you tonight. Yeah, now, and I met many years ago in Craigavon mm-hmm. and worked together. Um, and my background was um, in the hospital in, in general palliative care for many years. And then, um, I actually was working as a district nurse in community and was actually one of the district sisters that called me over one morning. I hadn't seen the advert and she said, Diane, that, that's the job for you. You, you need mm-hmm. to apply to that. So I had had that interest in, in caring for people with various cancer diagnosis and life limiting illnesses. So, yeah, um, I came into the post and community nursing for me is an area that I feel really comfortable in mm-hmm. and I enjoy um, I think it's an extreme privilege um, to go into someone's home and um, you see so much, you know, when you actually meet their family um, and, you know, you're you're working alongside them at a time that they're very vulnerable and um, it is it's just an extreme privilege to be part of that. I think for me, um, the their needs are often very complex and there is that element as you say Orla of um, you know why would you want to be faced daily with death and dying and there's that daily exposure often to intense emotions and I think that can be very challenging for all of us Um, but I think within our multidisciplinary team you know we are very good at acknowledging that and Mm -hmm. and naming that challenge Mm -hmm. and that element of openness and respect and communication and support within the team I think is quite special within Mm -hmm. our team and for me personally um, one of the things that I find um, very um, helpful is that informal debriefing, you know, mm-hmm. where you've maybe had that difficult visit and you're maybe ringing ahead to say to your colleague, you know, I'll be half an hour and, oh, that's been a tough visit. And they'll say, look, the kettle's on, we'll, we'll have a cuppa and mm-hmm. whenever you get into the office and we chat it over. And, and that's what happens. And okay. Our work can be very sad um, on yeah. certain days. Sometimes we, um, I know I personally, mm-hmm. maybe sometimes come out of a home and just feel very heavy. And mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. I do need to cry, mm-hmm. um, whether that's in private or together back in the office. But mm-hmm. this is often offset, offset with the feeling that, hopefully we are making a difference to that individual Mm -hmm. and family and we often say in this team we have one chance to try and get it right and and hopefully on on that that is something that I keep in my mind Um, and I know Diane you've obviously talked about tears and there is no doubt our job is very often very sad and there are some very very difficult situations um but to, to offset that, I do think we are a team who, who, who really has a lot of humour. Would you, you? I know you would agree with that. We do. We we share tears, but we we share yeah. a lot of laughter. And, yeah. and there's there's humour in death as as well as in life. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So we do. We sure. definitely laugh a lot together. And, and as you have all said, and I think we all <coughs> will, will agree on this that working in palliative care is very rewarding mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. again I think each of you probably have touched on it as well it, 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 but it is very emotionally challenging and mm-hmm. I know you and I Maria have had conversations you know, about you know, how can we actually cope with that constant emotional challenge on us yes um yeah people often ask you know how do you deal with death and dying yeah. day in day out yeah. Um, and I, I 
as you know, I'm in the team now 10 years. I'm mm. one of the elder lemons. But when I came first to this team, um, a very wise, experienced and special Macmillan nurse um, who actually died in 2019, she said to me, um, she said to me one day, Maria, you know, some days you do shine and other days you just don't feel so shiny. Yeah. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still making a difference. Tomorrow's a new day. Um, and, you know, talk and share about how you feel. So that's something that, that within our mm-hmm. team, it, we're all, I think, very aware of that. And you talked about the team too, didn't you, Now, so yeah. Yeah. The... yeah, well, the, the team is very supportive. And I think we need, we need to use the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do. Um, and uh, recently, I suppose in the last year or so, we've started to have a meeting. Mm-hmm. Every day at four o'clock, we call it the daily huddle, mm-hmm. um, where our team leads is very supportive in that mm-hmm. and will allow us to um, share any problems we would have that, mm-hmm. that particular day if we do have any. And it, it gives us it's a chance just to catch up mm-hmm. and talk about a case, um, mm-hmm. talk about something we've done that's new that, that others can learn from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we do find that very helpful. It does, and it just gives you that ability, doesn't it? Even, even you can nearly tell because somebody's body language on the screen whether mm-hmm. things just aren't quite mm-hmm. right and quite often mm-hmm. you will get a wee phone call afterwards yes, and say right. I know you're struggling can we can we help you out yeah. you know and mm-hmm. but to, I suppose as well to be able to look after others you know we need to look after yeah. ourselves yeah, um, as well as one another um so yeah, I guess the other thing uh, yeah, I need to mention is I am the health champion on the team. <laughs> so my goal this year has been uh, to try to help uh, everybody take a lunch break or encourage people to take a lunch break because we're shopping. That that going, it's not going so well. <laughs> everybody eats at their desk when they dashboard dine. So we need to we need to try uh, and get a little bit better at that. Um and but the other thing the you did to Jamal, yeah. yeah. Well, you're good. You even go for Nala goes for a walk <laughs> every, pretty much every day, yeah. which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we chatted about, um, and Nile, uh, the, the the importance of green spaces. We've tried to create an oasis. I don't know if that's the right term, but a little <laughs> oasis of calm in the office with some plants um, that I've brought in over the years. So um, I've made an advanced care plan. And if anything should happen to me, I have left the plants to the the, the care of Nile. <laughs> so no pressure, Nile. It's probably not a good idea. Don't you, don't you be watering that Christmas cactus too much, though. Exactly. And Maria, you had said as well, because I asked you we, we had a laugh about it earlier about your personal um, oh, yes, way of yes, um, yes. trying to, to de-stress. Yeah, and making that that separation between work and your own personal, yeah. you know, uh, home home space and, and life is so important, uh, particularly in this job. So uh, I find that when I get in the car in the evenings, I just put the the I have an R and B playlist. I put it on the whole volume. <laughs> And I play it up the M1. The windows are vibrating on the M1. Sometimes it's Radio 4, depending on how I feel. But uh, yeah, that's so important. So that by the time you get in home, you know, the the, the, day, the, the day you sort of shaken off. Uh, you uh, might be ready to dance in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so we all have different, and I know 
we talked about exercise as well, you know, in terms of you like to run, and I, I certainly would run as well. And I find that very helpful. Um, and if you're listening today, I appreciate some of these things may be available to you, some are not. Um, but just to make you aware that you can link in with occupational health if you're struggling and they do actually, or the trust actually offers free counselling through Inspire Workplaces that you can avail of. Um, and I read a very helpful article recently, actually, by the, the bereavement um, that came through on Global and as well mentioned <laughs> about you can link in with Trust Chaplaincy through Switchboard. And there's actually a staff support line that you can access as well on extension 62600. So thank you so much for listening to us today. And um, we trust you find some of this information useful. Um, for you as and your own well-being as you look after um, patients, families and carers and provide really exceptional care on behalf of Southern Health and Social Care Trust. So thank you. <laughs>